Oh, okay. I would just sponsor from the place, from the city hall. Yeah. So when someone speaks in Hebrew, I, I understand every third word, and I'm hoping at some point those words are going to join together to form sentences, but it's not going to happen between now and when I get on the plane. Uh, so, um, step two came to believe I'm not going to try and read that out um, no I'm not going to try and read that out I'm not even sure if it's a step or a tradition um, it's a step. so came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity um, I didn't argue my way into step two. When I'm in trouble, um, I can't think my way into step two either. Uh, what I'm going to say is probably a little harsh <laughs> but there we have it uh, it might be harsh when I'm in trouble I have a choice either I believe there is a solution or I don't believe there is a solution someone in AA said to me a long time ago if there is any problem to which there is no solution, I might as well give up now. So, I can't hold on to any individual fear. Hmm? Fear. If there is one thing that is not allowed to happen in my universe. One little piece of fear will fill the entire room with fear. It's like poison gases. The gas will spread to fill the room within seconds. Fear will spread to fill my room within seconds. And my fear is always about this. There is an event which is not allowed to happen. So sanity, to me, in step two, what I'm going for is a world in which anything can happen and everything is allowed. Um, and my job is to believe 
that sanity is possible not to work out intellectually whether sanity is possible step two is not an intellectual exercise it's an extension of step one where I say I'm in such trouble I cannot live the way I have been living there must be a better way now why would I believe that there is a better way if there is one person that tells me there is a better way that is enough I do not need more than one person if there are ten that helps if there are several million that helps but if there is just one there are going to be issues in my life and therefore in your life too hmm? it's a problem there are going to be problems where almost everyone will say that's just horrible you have to put up with that um, I'm from England and some things have been happening politically which have divided the country in two in the last few years and there has been a lot of emotional disturbance um, and there was a vote two years ago and I know hundreds of people and I only know two people who voted differently than me out of the hundreds of people and none of my friends know people who voted the other way we didn't know that the country was divided until the vote took place and then you suddenly discover that there are whole worlds of people that think something completely different from you and they look totally normal they seem to function normally they're able to drive cars <laughs> and yet they vote a particular way um, and the whole country collectively went into nervous breakdown and a similar thing happened in America 18 months ago um, and maybe what has happened in Great Britain and what has happened in America uh, uh, they're phenomena which are not unfamiliar <laughs> in Israel as well um, and my emotional disturbance over these situations I looked around at all of my friends and everyone in recovery was disturbed in the same way some people had something of a solution um, but I went to a conference of AA and Al-Anon in America on the day a particular important person stepped into a particular important role in another country 
and I was talking to lots of people. I was talking to people who were 30 years sober, who were 40 years sober, who had an emotional problem that day, who were working their programs very hard in order not to crumble. And then I met my friend Kurt. <clears throat> I've known Kurt for years, just a little bit, but I've known him for years. And I said to him, a little voice said, have breakfast with him. So um, I asked him to have breakfast with me. And I asked him a question. And an hour and a quarter later, the answer finished. <laughs> I did not have a chance to say anything during this hour and a quarter. But it was strange because the question I asked him at the beginning was, with everything that is going on politically, socially, in this country, are you okay? And it was clear from his answer that none of this was touching him. He knew precisely what was going on. He probably shared the same political views as me. However, he was untouched by it. And I could see in his eyes there was no fear. I needed someone in front of me to be fine in this situation for me to realize that he was sane and the rest of the world was nuts. <laughs> there are times when everyone is nuts and truth is not decided by majority vote. <laughs> now what the group does is decided by majority vote, <laughs> but truth. Sometimes groups act out of fear, sometimes countries act out of fear, but truth doesn't care. <laughs> truth remains true no matter what I think, no matter what I feel. And my agreement with truth does not add to the truth. My agreement is not a valuable contribution to the truth. If the sun is shining and I go out and say to the sun, I agree that you're shining. <laughs> The sun doesn't say, thank you, I can now carry on shining because you have agreed that I may shine. <laughs> Sometimes I'll present a solution to a sponsee. And the sponsee will say, that sounds like a good idea, I agree with that. And my response is, the solution is still the solution, even if you don't agree with it, <laughs> even if you don't like it. So step two is a very simple choice. Am I going to trust you 
or am I going to trust me? And when I say me, I mean the monkey mind. The mind that is always thinking, perceiving, analyzing, plotting. The mind that thinks, it sees things out there. It is not seeing things out there. It is projecting things onto out there. When I see anything happening, it is a white screen that I am telling a story about, and then I think the story is happening to me. I don't know if any of you have ever been in a business meeting in Essanon or Alanon or whatever, or a group conscience, and uh, there's some tension, there's some argument, and the next day, everybody calls everyone else <laughs> to talk about the business meeting or the group conscience. And from what everyone says, you would not believe you were in the same meeting because everybody is telling a different story about the same event. And if you read history books, you'll discover the same thing about what happened in this city in this year. And a hundred witnesses give completely different stories about what happens or what do you believe. Who knows? The truth is not decided by majority vote. Um, so, I trusted a couple of years ago, a year and a bit ago, the look in my friend Kurt's eyes over my extensive analysis <laughs> of the situation and I decided it was possible to live on the planet as the planet is and be comfortable. So step two is not something that happened back in 1993. Step two is something that happens whenever I have a problem. Um, and a problem, there are two types of problem. <laughs> I like classifications, I like lists. Two types of problem. Type of problem, number one, I am disturbed and I don't know how not to be disturbed. Problem number two, I don't know what to do. There is no other type of problem. I haven't found another type of problem. Actually, they're connected because the reason I don't know what to do is because I'm disturbed. So it, it goes both ways. I don't know what to do, so I'm disturbed. But, I'm disturbed, so I don't know what to do. The gold is at the bottom of the river. And it is because there is so much mud in the river, I can't see the gold. So everything has to be still. 
Uh, and the only thing which is stopping things from being still <laughs> is me <laughs> and my constant storytelling <laughs> about everything that is going on. I don't know if in Israel you have a 24-hour news station where, where they have on these 24-hour news stations they have this thing called a ticker where the news runs across the bottom of the screen and on very sophisticated channels there will be one line with the business news a second line with the sports news a third line with the weather and my problem is that I can't see the picture because I'm looking at the news ticker at the bottom giving all of the narratives about what is going on on the screen and if you've ever watched one of these news channels and you watch it for long enough you'll realize that the news ticker, the story at the bottom of the screen repeats over and over and over but it looks like news each time but it's not, it's the same story again uh, I don't know why they call it Hadashot because it's not Hadash it's the same thing yeah, this could be the news from five years ago it could be the opinions from ten years ago so step two is when I move from watching the stories in my head to seeing what is really there and being willing to say maybe my stories are untrue maybe there is a better way maybe there is a different way to look at this and in step three very simply it is a decision to implement what I've already decided in steps one and two step one I do not like how I have been living I do not like how I have been seeing I do not like how I have been feeling step two there is a better way step three right let's get on with it but there is a little more to it than that um, the reason I have a problem at all is because wherever I am physically in the world if I'm looking with my eyes it feels like I am the center of the universe so wherever I am I am at the center <laughs> and I think if my eyes if I were some sort of creature with my eyes on a stalk coming out <laughs> looking in different directions maybe my, percep my perception would be different but I am at the center and this is the problem there is a line in here on page 62 it said first of all we had to quit playing God it didn't work it didn't work well we know this this is why we're in the room if it did work you'd be out there working it 
but it doesn't so you're in here but what does it mean to play God it means being at the centre of my world being at the centre of the universe and I need to have God as the centre of my universe and I have a simple relationship with God uh, in the big book it gives you some images to deal with uh, the first one is God was going to be our director now director in English has two main meanings in, in contemporary English in modern English the first one is uh, a director of a business so you will be the employee of the business and God is the director of the business or people will think the director of a play or a film and you are the actor now here is the first really new and really interesting idea in step three if I'm the actor and God is the director it means that in any scene I have a role to play I have actions to take I have words to say the actor does not make up the words to say he asks the director for the script <laughs> and all he has to do is deliver the script If I'm playing Macbeth in a production of the play Macbeth and I'm having an argument with Lady Macbeth who by the way could probably handle a couple of steps <laughs> there is a little bit of tension between Macbeth and Lady Macbeth <laughs> He's not killing people anywhere near quick enough for her. <laughs> She's like, if you can't do the job, let me. Just, I will handle it. Um, if my job is to play Macbeth, I'm still the actor. I don't become Macbeth. So I don't need to become emotionally involved in who gets to die next. <laughs> I'm, I have to remember that I am just the actor. And I've had situations in service in AA where there is enormous tension between me and someone else. Where they are furious with me or with... And this is the truth, they're not furious with me. They're furious with words I have said. They're furious with actions I have taken. They're furious with what my character has done. Lady Macbeth is furious with Macbeth, not with the actor. So in a marriage, in a sponsor-sponsee relationship, whatever is going on, on the surface is going on between the two actors on the stage but there is always a second relationship which is going on which is there is 
a connection between the two actors on the stage. So there are two relationships at once. There is a relationship between your soul and their soul. And there is a relationship between your role and their role. And there are times when I have to be brutal in the role on the surface. And yet underneath, (coughs) my soul is saying to their soul, look at what our characters are doing to each other. Stay with me. I keep mental eye contact with the other person's soul if I have to say something difficult. And sometimes in service, if I'm delegated a role, if I'm given a role to do, and then I have to delegate a task to someone else, I offer them the task to do, and they have the choice, do it or don't do it. But we're not in a negotiation. I'm not negotiating this, I'm telling you. This is what is going to happen. And if you don't want to do it, I will find someone else to do it. This is a tough conversation. In a marriage, it might be, we are leaving for the airport at two. I am leaving for the airport at two. If you are on time, you can come. (laughs) If you are not, I'm going anyway. It would be great if you joined me. (laughs) If you're not organized enough, that's your problem. I'm leaving it too. But not to be so involved in the character I'm playing that any anger comes out, I maintain eye contact with the spirit inside and say, whatever happens to our characters, I still love you. Um, There was a a clip on YouTube of uh, an American comedian called Nadia Ginsburg who does these uh, impressions of... Cher and Madonna and other pop singers and uh, uh, there was a sketch with Madonna and the daughter Madonna's daughter and they have this horrible argument and Madonna says to the daughter she steps back and says you and I are not arguing mummy's ego is arguing with your ego And this is the thing to remember in step three. If I turn my will and life over to God, I stop identifying with the characters I'm playing. So whether in my case uh, the characters are husband and son and brother and lecturer and teach and I have a job, so the job that I do neighbor, AA member, Al-Anon member, chair of this committee, member of that committee. All of these roles. If I identify with the role, 
the show is over <laughs> because I will defend that role I will want that role to succeed maybe the role is not supposed to succeed um, in tradition 6 it says we do not lend our name to an outside activity so each of these roles of husband, of son, of this, of that they are all outside activities so husband is a role I play it is not who I am and my job is simply to say to my higher power what do you want me to do what do you want me to believe what do you want me to think and just to play the role well and then retreat back into who I really am I heard someone say years ago that we're like these giant magnets that go through junkyards and all of this metal gets stuck to the magnet and the job of recovery is to demagnetize to stop being a magnet so all the stuff falls off <laughs> and this AA speaker said and then you discover what you really are which is a table lamp <laughs> so you go from being this pile of wreckage <laughs> to being a table lamp you're just meant to shine that is all <laughs> and maybe you know do the laundry do the dishes take the children to school <laughs> as the lamp <laughs> but that's who I really am I get to play roles I get to play characters but I mustn't forget who I am I'm made of the same substance as the universe I did not create myself <laughs> the universe created me it was here first <laughs> so I cannot look at me and say there is something wrong with me otherwise I'm saying that the universe God created something defective um Someone in AA, actually in Al-Anon as well, said to me once, you were, you were not created bad, you were created empty. So a, uh, an olive tree is created perfect and whole and nothing else needs to be added to it for it to be an olive tree. It is already an olive tree. He said that everything in the universe is like that. It is created complete as it is. Now, you're not, we're not created, this man said, with anything wrong with us, but we're created incomplete, and the job is to find our way to completion, which means the emptiness has to be filled up. And 
I always thought the emptiness would be filled up by getting something from the outside, by having everything organized outside perfectly, and then I will feel full and satisfied. And the truth in the realm of the spirit is that uh, the laws of physics are reversed. So that if something is empty physically, you need to pour something into it. And this is why alcoholics like me are the most primitive form of life. Because we just pour something into ourselves hoping it will fill us up. Um, To fill me up, I need to give out. But what I need to give is light, not orders. Instructions. No, No orders, no instructions, just light. But to give light, I need to receive light first. And so my first job is to go to my higher power and say, fill me with light so I have something to give. Except the pipe which connects God to me is full of rubbish. (laughs) And the point of steps four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. is to get rid of the rubbish so the light can flow through me out to you. Uh, A brief thing before, we'll talk about steps 4 through 9 in the third session, 10, 11 and 12 in the fourth session. Um, But one thing about step 4. If you're a good Al-Anon like me, you will like nothing more than a workbook. A great, the thicker the workbook, the better. The, the thicker the workbook, the better. Um, the, the more questions there are to answer, the better. The more I can stare at the complexity within me, the better. Um, and this is not how I do inventory. In my case, it has to be incredibly simple. Um, my sponsor describes the ego as the bloated nothingness of self now bloated difficult word so if you take a roll of toilet paper and leave it in the rain it will bloat (laughs) that's bloated (laughs) Um, the bloated nothingness of self so it's nothing but it fills the entire room so I've got to do inventory in such a way that I don't make the unreal more real. I've got to see through it and realize it's nothing. I've used inventory badly in the past and at the end of the inventory process it feels like I have a hundred times more problems than I started with. With books, 
full of words and that needed to stop and that's why we have a small Sefer <laughs> Hagadol that's why we have a small big book <laughs> Um, and so we're going to look at a very simple way of doing step four um, and we're going to look at simple ways of doing steps five, six, seven, eight and nine so that you can breathe <laughs> and not have to buy more than one pad of paper Good. should we have a break? yes, lovely <laughs> Okay, 10 minutes.